When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Campus Crossover Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook. Don't forget to leave a like, subscribe, and a comment wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Anthony Toshri, and I'm joined by a whole band of misfits today. We've got Sean DePaz. We've got our very own Deef and Beef. We've got Mike Luke and then Saul Bookman. Boys, how you guys doing on this lovely Friday fun day? Woo! Ready to rock and roll, fellas. Oh, man, we should call you three the lovable losers, man. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> lovable losers. We're not That's pulling punches today, are we, Saul? I, I mean, dude, like, why would we pull punches today? Like, this is what we're here for. The team, I, the team I'd cheer for might be a loser, but I'm not a loser. True, true, true. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I mean, if we associate with them, I feel like that kind of makes us. If it makes you feel any better, we're not going to put up any stupid fucking billboard signs around I-10 oh, saying how many times we beat you in basketball. About that. You're so like, oh, oh. You know, like, wow. How many times Ooh. can we beat you in basketball and put it up on a billboard? We don't care about that shit. But we can agree. We can we can agree. I know we're talking a lot of basketball today, but like in the grand scheme of things, I feel like football is definitely one. Basketball is two, right? Like not for U of A, obviously. No, 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 so. not for U of A. But like in the grand scheme of things, in this rivalry, I feel like people care. Triathlon's number one. Tri- yeah, probably because it's probably because it's like first of all, it, the reason why people will care a little bit more is because football has been more competitive than basketball. Let's be honest about that. Like the last thirty years, it's. It's pretty one-sided on the basketball side of things. You guys oh, have yeah. gotten a couple upsets here and there, but for the most part, U of A has dominated that series. Whereas in football, it's it seems like it kind of goes in ways where one team gets a streak, the other team gets a streak, and it goes mm-hmm. back and forth. So that's probably why football probably does reign supreme, especially considering it's only one time a year. The last team to win the Pac-12 South, though, is the Arizona Wildcats, not the ASU Sun Devils. They've had chances, Mike, but they can never come through. I don't know nope, what's going that, on. That happened, like, we're only it's like they're like, it's like they're being investigated for something or something. Oh my god! <laughs> too soon, dude. It's not too soon. You how you know how much crap U of A fans had to listen to when Sean Miller was getting investigated for all that crap, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, how could like all of a sudden everybody was pure in the ASU fandom? Like what?" And then you guys get under investigation for other things, and I'm like, "See, that's why you don't talk shit because it always comes around full circle." As Lindsay jackass say. As Lindsay, <laughs> as Lindsay Smith would say, we're all sweet baby angels up here. And, okay. And Tempe. Listen, there's a reason why the three of us are up top and you guys are on the lower side of the graphic. Damn straight. Just, just say. <laughs> that's that's the flex. Okay, cool. Listen, that's all we have. Toe Tree, don't move too much because your mic's going to cut out. 
I will. I'm gonna do my best with my airplane headset to just stay as still as possible. <laughs> but go. let's get into the beef of this game. We've got obviously a dominant U of A team um, going up against an ASU team that's left Anthony, a little bit to be desired. Before we even get started with beef, I feel like we should play one specific clip oh, that God. really that really illustrates the beef. Oh, uh, no. uh, Leah, roll the roll the clip. This is the epitome of what this rivalry is all about. No easy buckets, Dear God. and you just gotta love the hatred these two teams have. This is what beef is all about. Get out of here, Ty Abbott. Nobody likes you anyway. <laughs> no easy buckets. Let's go. Was that a Trent Lockett sighting I just saw? No, that was a Trent Lockett. Bro, Trent Lockett, one of my favorite all-time ASU basketball players. <laughs> ASU has a basketball program. Wait, no, no. Before, <laughs> before we actually get into the weeds of it, there was a graphic that was rejected for the thumbnail, and I just want to pull that up really fast. What was the, um, oh, what was the graphic? <laughs> I love it. I love it, honestly. Aside from the fact that I have no neck whatsoever, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I look pretty hot. So. You do, you do. So I think Mike Luke looks the hottest out of anybody. In here, <laughs> oh my god, why was this rejected again? Uh, I, I, re I rejected it myself, actually. Uh, <laughs> he didn't want to get too turned on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh dear God. Help us. He's like, all. I didn't know two things put together could feel so good. <laughs> it's so wrong at the same time. Honestly. Took Shane oh. five and a half minutes into the pod for him to quit. That's a, that's a new record. Usually it takes about seven or eight. Oh my God. I know, Espo, we're missing you on this show. That's all that's all this show is missing. Listen, Espo's like like he's a bandwagon U of A fan. He doesn't really count because he's he literally said these words: "I like ASU football and U of A basketball." Like, no, no, son, no. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> no, you can't do that. So that's why Espo's eliminated. <laughs> he's eliminated. <laughs> he's eliminated. Okay. Cool. The majority getting of the into of this company is ASU. Yeah, I would agree on that. Cronkite. That's, I mean, this is Cronkite two point Again, weird flexes all over the place, but keep going. Listen, this is all we got, okay? Uh, before that, uh, that clip it's like Sean playing. forgot who hired him in the first place. No, I mean, that's, that's my point. That's my point. A U of A grad, a all U of A you. grad has the choices, and they choose ASU grads because at the end of the day, you know, you know what's up. I'd be yeah, wise with like... your words if you want to keep the job. Though. <laughs> so Sean uh, is uh, everybody say bye to Sean. Today's his last day. Oh, bye, Sean. Chris <laughs> um, Carter. Getting into – oh, my God. Oh, yeah, we called him Chris Carter the other day on the show, a light-skinned Chris Carter. It kind of works. Devin Booker, Walmart Devin Booker. But you're definitely – you definitely not the – you said you were the hottest sun, the hottest host on the Sun Devil show. I totally – We'll get into this later. We'll get into I, yeah, Let's yeah, talk yeah, ASU okay. basketball. Let's, let's, okay. go, let's go into the hoops. Let's go. Getting into the game, like I said, U of A trending upwards despite the loss to UCLA the other day. Uh, ASU, just, just a shaky season – Overall, a lot to be desired. Uh, Mike, I want to get straight to you as far as the expectation for this game is that ASU is going to get molly uh, tomorrow at 1230. However, as someone who has covered this team in depth, what do you think this team does well and where do you think they fall short at times? 
Well, like when you look at this matchup, it's a great, great question, Anthony, and uh, good to finally meet you uh, on the live right? screen right here. For sure. <laughs> um, the problem that ASU is going to have in this game, and then I'll get to Arizona, is that nobody for ASU would start for Arizona. That's, you know, that's basically the best way that I can put it right there. Arizona gets up and down. They can score the ball really easily. Um, when they've had problems, it's generally because they haven't been real physical. You watch that game against UCLA and shots weren't falling. But at the same time, UCLA was just able to get into the paint. UCLA was able to kind of do what they wanted. So I think there's still a question of how physically tough Arizona is. I don't necessarily you know, subscribe to that theory, but I think that's the one question out there that you got right now is, you know, where exactly does Arizona stand with that? But at the same time, this is also a team that's been down 20 in games and come back and won. Yeah. So, or close to that. So Arizona, first and foremost, they get up and down and they run and they got three guys that are all conference caliber players and Tabellis, Ben Matherin and Christian Coloco. So that's a really good start. You know, the, the other thing I would say I would add to that is where U of A is going to or ASU is going to have some issues is is really down low. Uh, Coloco and Tabellis are two of the best front court players you're going to see uh, on one team in the country. And where they do get like like Mike said, where they do uh, fall up, fall short is when the opposing team can impose their will in the paint either uh, by posting up or by penetration. Um, you saw that several times the other night against UCLA. But even with that being said against UCLA, Arizona had so many opportunities at the bucket. Uh, you know, Coloco was incredibly off, and uh, they couldn't hit a shot outside the first four minutes to save their life, really, in that entire game. Um, so if you're ASU, you're hoping for a repeat performance, which I just don't see at home against the Sun Devils. Well, about the imposing your will, ASU doesn't have a Cody Riley. They don't have a big dude that, that can, can impose will. I mean, Gaffney is is expected to be out. Kamani's still dealing with an illness. The, 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 the only hope I see, and Mike touched on it a little bit, is Juve likes to run a lot. And the only time I've seen ASU resemble something to a Power 5 basketball team is when they're <laughs> running. When they're getting out in transition, I think that's when they play their best basketball. So I'm wondering a little bit, Mike, do you think U of A is going to try to exploit that and try to slow down the game, or are they just going to play their basketball? Oh, no. Arizona is looking to bring that. They want to oh. – ASU wants to run. Arizona is going to look to run as well because Tommy Lloyd said something that I thought was really interesting when he was hired. And Sean Miller for did some really good things here for a decade plus, but you would always hear Sean Miller say, we're going to play up tempo, and it never happened. Tommy Lloyd came in here and he said – we're going to run, not because it's a good placard or a good slogan, it's because it's the best way to win basketball games. And if you're outmanned like ASU is, Arizona's not looking to slow that one down at all. If I'm ASU, I'm looking to slow that one down. I just don't see any any situation here where ASU has an advantage anywhere on the court, to be honest with you. Plus, let's be honest here, you're getting Arizona at the exact wrong time, too, coming off that UCLA win. If you're ASU, you almost hope that Arizona had won that game there, Shane. Yeah, 100%. We touched on that. Good, good, it's good, not a good time. Good teams don't don't adjust to other teams. Good teams impose their own will yeah. on you. And that's what, that's what even in Arizona's losses, they still played the same game. Up-tempo, look for the shot. If they have it, they take it. If they don't, then they work it around and, and they find the open shot. But they're one of the fastest-paced teams in the country for a reason. That's why they're 16-2. and two. Yeah. And they listen, if they look at ASU and say, oh, you know, they're going to want to run, let's slow this down, then they're completely foobar. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and for that's sure. something Sean and Shane have – we've touched on – 
kind of for the last week and a half is how good this ASU team looks when they run the court in transition at times. But like you guys have said, this is if this is going to be a game where it's ASU trying to match U of A speed up and down the court, ASU, I think, is going to fail miserably. Oh, yeah. I mean, this 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 isn't that game. You know, what's weird when I watch ASU and I think you guys uh, and I watch a lot of ASU basketball mainly because I like making fun of them on Twitter. Um, But uh, the one thing that's interesting about ASU, though, is when they get going, like there are times when they look like a semi decent team. And then you got to get back into these roles where like Marion Jackson's just kind of going one on one. And it's just kind of that hurly ball that we've been accustomed to. So, like I said, there's been like little stretches where ASU hasn't been terrible. But at the same time, too, there's a reason that Marcus Bagley said, yeah, I don't really want to play for this team. So, yeah, I mean, okay. it just depends on how you look at it. Yeah, the, the biggest problem with ASU right now, and I've watched several games, is, is they don't have an identity whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like they for just sure. they struggle to find who they are. They did a lot of, you know, especially in the early days of Bobby Hurley, um, when they were number three in the country, um, you know, it was it was a lot of perimeter play, and that was kind of like the the whole guard UBS that came out of nowhere. Um, like that's who that's who what their identity was supposed to be. And then once you kind of lost a little bit of that, it was like, okay, well, are we still that team or are we not? Do we pound it in low? Do we just we have no identity? And that's that's ultimately going to be the downfall of, of Bobby Hurley. Matter of fact, let me take you back to oh, no, when ASU was number three in the country because uh, they came to U of A. They were undefeated. They were Go ahead, Leah. Run the clip, baby. We're ready to go. Um, and they had they were one win away from being the number one team in the country except for the number one pick in the way. And uh, that's just – I'm sorry, guys. It's just – I got to remind ASU fans how close they were to number one, and that's probably as close as they're going to be in the well, early era. One point real quick, and then uh, I just wanted to kind of piggyback off what Saul's saying – the difference, though, is that those ASU teams actually had some decent talent. Yeah. Trey Holder was good. Shannon Evans was good. The 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 kid that shot all the three, Cody Justice. I mean, he they had decent players. This ASU team, they don't have anybody like that. Yeah, they, they, 100%. They, have, they have sporadic success, and that's the the worst way a team can can try to succeed. And you touched on the adjusting thing and not wanting to adjust to a team before a game but what one thing great teams also do is in a game they figure out how to get around a problem if they're not hitting their outside shots they go get a bucket inside asu Mm -hmm. can't do that and if u of a gets off to a hot start asu is not going to be able to adjust asu needs to have that usc start force turnovers and I'm not going to say rattle because I don't think you can rattle U of A in the first half at McHale, but just just kind of get some momentum going and maybe just maybe ASU can shoot 80% from the three-point line of the game. <laughs> the, the, only, the only chance ASU is really honestly going to have is the opposite of what you had mentioned earlier, Shane, is by slowing the ball down and being so methodical, a very Princeton-type you know, ball no, movement and efficiency. No. That's the only way they can know it's they not can't, because they can't score like that. that. They yeah, literally cannot. They, I'm telling you, that's the only way they can compete because if they try to outrun Arizona, they're going to lose by 40. Yeah, they will. It can't be a track meet. It can't be a track meet or ASU will 100% lose. They but just have the talent. But that's it, track. It, it's difficult though because Saul's right, but it's difficult to reinvent the wheel when you're already this far. I mean, whenever I've watched Bobby Hurley's teams, I never really look and say, man, that's Red Arbok precision out there. I just see a guy that says, five guys go. 
And so it's difficult to tell your guys that, all right, um, we're going to slow this one down right here when they haven't done, when they don't do that. So I need advanced metrics on like how many of ASU's possessions on offense end in uh, one-on-one get your own shot because this team is like bottom of the pack 12 and assist. And it's for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. They're bottom of the pack and the pack and just about everything to be honest. And Bobby, Bobby said it to your point, Mike, that he knows that this team isn't like the ASU teams in the past that have been able to run up and down the court uh, with a lot of the teams in the pac 12. He knows that this team has to hang its hat on, on defense. And I think we saw that in the first 12 minutes of the USC game and Shane and Sean, you guys can attest to that. ASU looked really good for a second. They were going to look like they were going to dominate for the majority of that game. And then USC sat up in its chair and ASU just kind of crumbled. But the only chance ASU has in this game is if they can come out similar to the way they did against USC with that energy, with that emotion, with that defensive presence, and then hopefully get threes to start falling on the other side of the court. Yeah, I think the problem, though, that you're going to we're starting to find out, though, is that USC isn't that good. I mean, they lost to Stanford yesterday. And, you know, I hate to blow the ASU bubble right there, but they're just, you know, they're they're just not that good. Blow ASU bubble. They didn't win. It doesn't. (laughs) No, I don't know. All right. Let me rephrase the first 10 minutes of the USC ASU bubble right there. (laughs) But yeah, but they don't like look at look at it last year at this time. And I, I get that ASU wasn't good and they had a lot of COVID issues, but you had a lineup where you had Remy Martin, you had Alonzo Verge, you had Josh Christopher, you had, uh, um, Marcus Bagley, you had three pros on that team right now. I mean, and they still were very good, but obviously you had to take them seriously. This team is a massive step back from a talent perspective yeah. than from that team last year, for sure. Yeah. I want to get into the betting side of things, and Sean, I'll start with you. We've talked about it the last couple of days where we anticipate the spread. I don't believe the spread's out right now, but we anticipate it being anywhere from 16 to 18 and a half points. Do you think ASU is able to cover that spread? We've, we've talked about, we don't think ASU is going to win this game, but do you think they at least cover? I mean, I, you talked about how ASU hangs their hat on their defense in that regard. It's possible. I mean, if the spread is that big, then I, I think they're capable of it, but I, I real, if I'm being realistic, like I'm not betting on this ASU team. I don't think that they're, like we talked about it, if they're trying to run the, if they're trying to keep up with U of A, they're not going to do that. If they, and they're clearly not capable of producing offense when they slow down. Like they're, it's. I think if they try and slow down and set up on offense, it's going to be like what happened in Washington State, where they score thirty points. Like so, realistically, I don't think they're going to cover. But I, I something I've mentioned on our pod multiple times is that like it's a rivalry. And I think you have, ASU hasn't had many opportunities to play in front of like this kind of atmosphere yet. And the one time that they did was when they beat Oregon. So in that regard, I think anything is possible. But if I'm, like I said, if I'm betting on it, I'm not expecting ASU to cover it. No. What are the rest of you guys taking tomorrow? I, I basically echo those sentiments. Like it's, it's tough to bet on ASU right now, man. It just is yeah. like, yeah, listen, betting. <laughs> you know, listen, like, objectively speaking even without the u of a angle in this like watching asu play uh, in in pac 12 play has not been pretty so what would lead you to believe that anything that they do is worth betting on at this point depending on the point spread like it's just it's a tough bet man it just really is this is the only this is the only like thing i feel confident in, in this game is that we've talked about how asu loves to hold the football score of 70 to 7 over u of a 
Juve basketball probably talks with uh, and sees that. Um, so if they're up by 20 with 10 minutes to go, I don't think they're letting off the gas at all, which makes me believe I, that if the spread is anything less than 20, I would be leaning you away. I can I can tell you with uh, uh, very good very good authority that uh, Arizona will not be letting the gas off yeah. on this one. Um, I, I think Arizona covers this one. I think they covered in a big way. I'm curious to see what that line actually does close at once the sharps get a hold of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think Anthony's spot on. I think that it hits somewhere around 17 or 18. But I could see that, honestly, I could I could see that being bet up to about 20 by game yeah. time. I think you're going to see a lot of late money going in on the Cats. Yeah, 100%. If you want to bet on tomorrow's game, go ahead and download the DraftKings Sportsbook gap. We've got, aside from the hardwood, there are four teams that remain in the NFL playoffs. And that means only four teams left for you to bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56. New customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. I'm going to be trying to make back all the money I lost on uh, ASU Moneyline against USC when I live bet that game. Unfortunately, I'm going to try and make it all back in the conference championships. Again, you can go ahead and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code PHNX for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. That's 21 plus, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Next Step. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. You know, Guys, I want to. Honestly, ASU tomorrow, they, they need a headband moment. And if you don't know what a headband moment is, Leah, can we pull that up, please? He um, came ready. <laughs> I mean, a headband moment is, you know, like my guy, Salim Stoudemire, you know, dropping one to, to beat you guys in your place wearing the headband. I tried to find a headband because if you didn't see me yesterday, the fro was uh, a Oh, it was nice. Oh, I saw the fro. I saw the, I'm <laughs> it was you, that. I saw the fro. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. So ASU needs somebody to step up and have a, a ridiculously great game. Um, to pull off, honestly, it would be the upset in college basketball this year if, if mm, that were yeah. to happen. To be, um, yeah, before honest. before we get away from betting, though, I just wanted to mention this. We said this on our show a couple days ago. Um, I'm very confident in the Chiefs, and that's my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. And so is Sean, but Totri isn't. So we were trying to decide what a punishment could be for the loser, and we decided kind Bengals of plus seven. we decided kind of on maybe bleaching hair. Um, Saul <laughs> and Mike, what do you think about that game? Um, what if, if Arizona wins, uh, you have no, to no, bleach no. your hair? No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's an easy bet right there. Might as well just go right now if that's the case. <laughs> the, Chiefs, <laughs> right, Chiefs, cool. the Chiefs and Bengals spread. What are you leaning? Ooh, um, um, I'm actually, I'm gonna take the Chiefs plus the money. I, yeah, I, cool. I just, I just, or plus the points. I mean, I think Kansas City yeah. wins this game by double digits. So do I. I, I agree. I'm the only one. I'm the uh, only one on so Bengals plus seven. I've I've already bet Chiefs beating the Rams in the Super Bowl. Like I I'm I'm past this game. I I don't think the Bengals get much chance. <laughs> I passed this game. So so in the comments, suggest what you think the punishment should be for either me or Totri and Sean. Um, yeah. So if the Bengals cover. Then Sean and Shane have to do a punishment. Hopefully, hopefully they have to bleach their hair because that would be incredible. Um, but yeah, if I lose, or I guess if Totri, the Chiefs cover, Totri should have to shave off his coveted hair. Just go full. Oh my buzz. god, full bald, full buzz. 
Dude, I wouldn't go that way. That's not good for <laughs> that's not good for business, dude. It's just, it just really isn't. Listen, I'm here. I'm here to do like just for the frosted tips, but like bleaching all the hair. Oh, that might be that may, might be tough to be honest with you. I don't know. I think if Shane loses, he has to give me his headphones. <laughs> Drive him down to Tucson. Yeah, right. Just full on taking him. Right. No, um, I think if Shane loses, he should just donate his headphones to Toe Tree so we can get rid of that stupid ass air pilot freaking microphone <laughs> setup. You listen, got. man. You listen. look like you've been stuck in the basement for like a week. I'm trying to go to the office. Okay. I'd love to go in the office and be in the studio, but that's not a possibility at the moment. Okay. I'm just okay. Um, I want to go back to what you guys had touched on earlier, Shane, the 70 to seven. Uh, we all expect U of A to beat ASU tomorrow. Do you think there's anything like what, what does the score have to be for people to forget about the 70 to seven? I mean, like I, it's listen, it, it, the score would have to be something like 100 to 20. Yeah. <laughs> like it would have to be, it has, cause the 70 to seven was so ridiculously God awful bad. Like I don't even, I can't even recall something that's remotely close to it, by the way, not the biggest margin of victory in the U of A ASU rivalry. If you didn't know that um, ASU actually lost worse than that to U of A back in the day. Didn't know if you knew that. How far but, is back uh, in the day? Like the forties, <laughs> it was a, right. it was a while ago. Yeah, we do hold yeah, the advantage. Ago. We do hold the advantage too in the all time series. Don't, don't bring up the forties though. There was a blowout in World War Two. Also, <laughs> yeah, come on, dude. You don't um, use blowout in World War Two in the same. Shame. Oh, You're better what than that. Shame. You, shame. Oh, what is wrong with you? Oh. Anyway, um, yeah, the score would have to be like one hundred to twenty or something like that. Um, like such an epically bad offensive performance by ASU and just crazy annihilation um, on the part of U of A. Well, even, um, even if that happens though, ASU fans are never going to stop saying say, 70 to 70. Exactly I would just make say. it more, come out more. I feel like. you know what I tell ASU fans that then, and this is going to be my inner uh, wildcat coming in. Here's the difference between Arizona and ASU athletics. One thing right here, okay. Arizona basketball matters nationally on the big picture. Arizona football doesn't matter, but you know what? ASU football doesn't matter either. Neither does ASU basketball. Boom. Sorry. Go ahead. And the reason why, the reason why though, is not because ASU doesn't have a good football program. It's because every time they're close to mattering on the national stage, they blow it. And it even goes all the way back. This is the, this is the picture. This is the perfect picture of this entire thing. 1996, 97, you guys are one win away from basically being the national champions. But because Florida lost to Florida State that night in the Sugar Bowl, it left yes. the door wide open. Yes, but, of yes. course, and then what happened that same year? Arizona basketball goes all the way and wins the national championship. That's a, that's a perfect example of the two programs in a calendar year that had a chance to win the national championship. One did it. The other one doesn't. The one is still a national, you know, they're still national contenders. The other one are uh, just a bunch of frauds. Listen, you and can't say you guys blow. We weren't even born when those games were being played, okay? I mean, here's the thing, too. Like, one other thing, too, and I hate to I hate to be uh, doing this, but we're going to do it. You right don't here. hate it. You don't hate it. No, I don't hate it at all. To be in the last 20 years, Arizona Hoops has finished in the top 10 eight different times. Ayers, ASU football doesn't have a top 10 finish in the last 20 years. I can guarantee you that. So, I mean, that's just the difference. The difference in the basketball program here as opposed to the football program up there is night and day. Sorry, Shane. 
Why just me? Mike Mike loves adding me on Twitter and then having his minions attack me. <laughs> Dude, hey, they come in full force too. I see, I've seen it. I've and seen I won't it. Even yeah. respond, and they'll be like, "Yeah, Shane." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> they all like they all like you, Shane. They like the, that you hopped on the other day. The other thing is the, the seventy to seven. Listen, like one thing about us is like when we know we're getting our ass kicked. It's like, wow, yeah, mm-hmm. we really suck. We and suck. I've always said, I've That's always true. said, I've always said, like, hey, if you're gonna be bad, be so epically bad that nobody could ever be in the discussion of the worst team of all time. U of A football at that point in time, one of the worst teams in college football history, without yeah. a doubt. Like, and we you own guys it. winning, yeah, you guys, you guys win 77. Cool, good, good job, guys. We we appreciate it. Like the sign doesn't even matter. Like I drive by, I'm like, oh yeah, that did happen. That's it. Like <laughs> I will say, I, is, I, I have not one that loves just saying it. I'm a little sick of it because I don't like looking in the past, and that's something that only U of A guys do all the time. Like you saw in the last 10 minutes of the show, remember in the <laughs> 70s, remember in the 40s, remember in the last 20 years. Who cares? We got a basketball game tomorrow. Score predictions. What do you guys think? 100 to 20. Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> I'm going to go 93 to 52. Man. I'm no, gonna go... in, in all seriousness, I'm going to say uh, 113 Whoa. to, to <laughs> 59. <laughs> I love how he said in all seriousness. And in all seriousness. Score. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we're putting up triple digits. We might double up the score. Oh, God. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with 75 to, uh, to 55. Oh, I think U of A scoring at least like 85 points. I'm going like I the other day I, I had a prediction and I think it's worse than what I predicted. Then I'm going to go like yeah. 85 to like 61. U of A is putting up more points than 80. Uh, 96 to shit. I got to be careful here. I'm, I'm the optimist on this show. <laughs> 96 to 69. Nice. Nice. Yeah. nice. I was trying to find a way I could get that in there, but I don't think ASU scores sixty nine points. Yeah, that was that was my prediction <laughs> last time. I had I had ASU sixty nine points, but I don't nice. think they get there. Yeah, not at all. Before before we finish up, I want to get your guys' take on possible magic. Okay. We we all clearly agree again. Mike's the Wildcats are going to own ASU. But if ASU, if there's one player that you guys think can make the difference for ASU tomorrow. Uh, to try and I want you to it. sing. I've got the magic in me. Go ahead, do it. Me? Yeah, you. Shane does the lyric of the game. <laughs> I've already done too much singing. I should start selling it at this point. It's Marion Jackson. That's the only player that can even boost this team at all. If he can play like he did in the MAC, if he can drop twenty and eight and five in this game, then. <laughs> Can I just not be laughed at for enjoying Marion Jackson? He said if he could play like he was in the Mac as he's playing the number three team in the country. (laughs) No, listen, no, listen, listen. I'm serious. This ain't Buffalo dog. Listen, I'm whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) He's coming for everybody. I'm done with this crap of it was it was a different time. He's in a slump, and I get it, there's better competition, but it, it wasn't. He was making his wide open shots that he's not doing this year. He was an efficient scorer at over 43%. Like, it, it, he's all in his own head right now. It's not just, oh, because he played 
awful teams. It's it's something up here. And if he can figure that out this game, we saw it in stretches against USC, then maybe this team has a little bit more of a chance. That's all I'm saying. Don't laugh at me. I love him. Shane, I just put this one up. Jackson drops 30. Cats still win by 25. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I, that's why I said a little bit more of a chance. I didn't say they win, Mike. <laughs> How um, many did Jackson have the other night? 20, 21. And he was one of what? Four players that hit a field goal? Yeah. Yep. For ASU? <laughs> It was bad, yeah. guys. It was, it was bad. bad. <laughs> um, it's not ideal. It's not great, Bob. It's not great. <laughs> uh, not great for Bobby. me, I, I don't. I mean, I don't think anyone has the capability on this ASU team to make a difference. Oh come um, on! But, but but we talked. I mean, Mike talked earlier about like this U of A front court. I think the only chance that ASU has is if Enoch plays like he's like a first overall draft pick out of nowhere. <laughs> Um, because he's like the only real size and like strength that we have. He clearly doesn't, he's clearly like not at that point, but if he somehow puts the game, like puts together the game of a lifetime, I think ASU maybe stands a chance to keep, to cover the spread. Bobby Hurley Jr. What, what, what do you guys think is more likely to happen? Bobby Hurley gets fired or Tommy Lloyd becomes national coach of the year. Yes. That, that's even money. Yeah. 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 That's, that's even money the right, right there, boss. Um, I've, mm, I honestly don't know that that's what comes. I, I feel like, I feel like probably Hurley getting canned because like Lloyd has competition for that award. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing stopping them from firing Bobby. I think, I think it's Lloyd just because of the, the ASU athletics wanting to go back and remembering what Hurley did for this program after not being able to get to the tournament. And I know it's far mm-hmm. long gone, but. I also think Lloyd has a good chance of doing it. I mean, he completely turned a programmer around in one year. Not around, but you know what I mean. He he changed a culture in a, in a year, um, and it's really impressive what he's doing. And I think he's actually – it's not that far off. And I don't think Bobby getting fired is far off, but I, I could see both happening at the end of the year. I think what I saves feel- Bobby is the fact that uh, ASU has already fired enough people in the athletics program over the course of the last couple of weeks. This is true. This is true. <laughs> maybe like they're is, done. I feel like this is a clean house – era we're going into for asu i feel like i feel like it's going to be hard to convince you of or asu fans to keep bobby when we lose to u of a twice this year by a combined like 80 points um if not more <laughs> so i i think bobby is this is the I, hardest I show Bobby's i've gone. ever had to do <laughs> i'm sorry shade uh, from from the bottom of my heart i am sorry i i i wish i wish better things for you deserve better my friend you really do you have been on the asu like bandwagon like all year just like hey just, just you know, if you could use the the phrase "back that a," you would. But you know, it's just, it's just, it's just too bad. Sorry, listen, it's a bad year. Listen, Shane, Shane is going to be laughing in all of our faces when Marion drops forty in the, in, the, in the Pac-12 championship game and they go into the tournament. Yep. At, at that point, though, like I don't like even if they sneak into the Pac-12 tournament by or if they sneak into the the Mark Madness by magically <laughs> winning, you're not even allowed to. You're not even allowed to automatic bid to their own conference tournament. I don't get one. If they magically win the Pac-12 tournament and sneak into the big dance, they're still going to be in the play-in. Yeah, that's like not something you want to watch. Like I think we'll understand that they. It'll be pure luck if they win the Pac-12 tournament that they will get absolutely demolished in the big dance by some other ridiculous school. That's what they should I mean, change you guys' name to from guard you to play in you. That'd be good. <laughs> That's a good shirt. Jeez. It's PG. They got their own PGU play in game you. 
Yep, there it is. One's point guard you, the other's PGU play and game you. Listen, if you want to continue to support the Sun Devil Pod getting roasted <laughs> by those Wildcats, you can become a PHNX member and unlock a world of Arizona sports coverage you never imagined possible. Head to gophnx.com today and become a member of the family, and you'll get either a free T-shirt from the PHNX locker or your first month for just 50 cents just for signing up. We've got a great deal this week. I believe it's, what, 20% off those great Sun shirts for members. Yep, so. absolutely. Also, there's some some cool things we're working on for the for the for the ASU folks. By the way, uh, I'm not going to say nil, but I just said nil. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Woo! <laughs> like, is Shane getting an nil? No, Shane, no, no. Shane is just sitting back there thinking about how he's going to plot his revenge. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's trying to think of some. Revenge. He's trying to think of something clever to say. Oh, but... No, I'm, 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 my mind has gone blank. Uh, the the amount of negativity about ASU basketball, my brain has never felt. So. Okay, okay. Then let's let's transition out of the negativity from ASU basketball and onto ASU football. Uh, would love to get your. <laughs> what? All right, that was great. Would, would love to get your Mike and Saul's takes on the news that broke this morning. Uh, several ASU coaches no longer with the program in light of the ongoing NCAA investigation uh, due to the recruiting allegations, most notably the offensive coordinator. What is your guys' initial takes to the reports this morning? I'm going to go, I'm going to come with this from a very unbiased state just because of the fact that we've been through that we've been through this road before ourselves um, with this whole Sean Miller FBI investigation and stuff like that and I think there was a part of that entire chaotic scene um, that was unjustified because there was a lot of hearsay and a lot of reporting that just was not factual Um, you know like everything from the Aiden getting paid a hundred thousand dollars to you know um, you know saying Sean Miller was about to be fired live on ESPN broadcast and it wasn't you know like there was just a lot of Awful, awful reporting when it came to that. But at the end of the day, Book Richardson goes to prison for three months for basically taking $20,000. And uh, Sean Miller skates free and nothing really happens. They do a self-imposed ban. In this regard, with what what, what happened at ASU, you have some confirmed things that have happened. Um, and you have a lot of people that, took, that, that got punished today. Um, I hated the fact that Sean Miller never had to pay a price for what happened under his program and under his purview. And I hate the fact that Herm Edwards doesn't have to account for what's happened within his own program as well. Like, I think it's absolutely tragic that the leaders of these programs who get credit for when everything's going good or when everything's going, or when everything's going bad, like on the field, like they get all that credit. But when it comes to like recruiting or being in the same space or, Oh, I I wasn't aware this was going on. You can't play aloof within your own program. You control it or go F yourself. It's no different than, you know, here at PHNX. If one of you guys screws up, I got to answer for that. Like, that's just how it is. Like, and if that means I, I lose my job, then that's what, that's what it means. But just to like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're going to let Sean go because, you know, even though I know he was doing this, uh, you know, I, I just, we're just going to, we're going to make him the scapegoat. Sean I don't vibe twice shit. today. Yeah, twice. <laughs> Dear God. I agree with that. I agree with that. There's, there's, as I said, as I reminded people this morning on our emergency, so there's, there's so much that people don't know. Um, and there was so much going on in the season that people don't know. Still just going to wait to see what ends up happening. But as of right now, it is 
I, I agree with you, Saul. The problem, the problem that ASU's got right here is that U of A, I mean, we can be honest here, U of A made a calculated decision because Miller at the time was still winning games. They were bringing in, I mean, that's what it came down to. That's why they kept Sean Miller around. And when he stopped winning games, you know, that's that's when you got rid of him. The problem that, that Herm's going to have is that this thing isn't going to end well for ASU because you're you're hemorrhaging talent. You've got you've got NFL running backs that are saying, "I'd rather go be a linebacker at Ohio State than stay at ASU." I mean, that's I'm sorry, that's a cheap shot, but that's just the way that things are right now. And you can bring in the third string tackle from Miami, but that's not going to offset all the recruiting losses and that you got six or seven kids coming in. I mean, this is a team, Arizona, as crazy as it is to say, is going to be competitive next year with ASU as far as win totals. And that's an issue. So I don't see this ending well for Herm. I think they're delaying the inevitable right now. And I would imagine by this time next year, Herm's out. Just that's, by the other, that's, the, that's also the other thing about this, right? Like Sean Miller, like Mike says that Sean Miller got fired because of, you know, the on-court stuff. Like, you know, maybe it just didn't seem like they were they're going to win as much. I actually tend to disagree. I feel like it was more Sean Miller um, just was not a very liked person anymore. And oh, the, for culture, sure. the culture that he had, he had created within that, that complex, within that athletic program was just so toxic and palpable. Um, it, it just was so, so distasteful. And the, the fans felt that. They felt a disconnect with their own team that they grew up loving. With Herm, it's a little bit different because he's lovable Herm. He, yeah. he's, he's, he's a high-character guy, and he's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, if he's really a high-character guy, at least he's got to come out and say something. He can't just sit there and let his, his assistants take bullets left and right knowing that he knew what was going on. Can we it's agree that? Can we agree that Bobby Wade is also U of A no. 2.0 in the ASU football program to take oh, down man. the ASU no, department? No, no, no. Listen, 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 Mike. I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to say this right <laughs> now. I do not agree with that assessment because, number one, Bobby Wade tried to get a job at U of A. Oh, I know. I know. But, but Kevin fuck Sumlin. Is, was out there with his freaking head up his ass, didn't know what the hell he was doing, and he completely destroyed this program. He didn't even bring back guys that were legit coaches to help out because he was so far removed from reality. So Bobby Wade, I don't really care about. Like, he's at ASU. He's a Desert Vista guy. Like, whatever, cool. He's at ASU. I'm cool with Bobby. Bobby, you're cool with me. Oh, I like Bobby. I think he's going to continue to do good work for the U of A. That's he's all not I'm a mole. He's for not the mole. U of A. <laughs> we don't we don't have snitches at the U of A. Let's go. Oh God, guys, this has been painful. Like it's felt like an ASU roast. I'm sorry, guys. It's actually, what it was. at least I didn't bring in. I, at least I didn't bring in like point shaving or anything like that. That's cool. Give me that was a good documentary, points, too. baby. Listen, 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 listen. I'm good friends with that guy that actually ran that whole thing. And he may or may not be interested in coming on the PHNX Sun Devil podcast. There you go. Explain it all. So I don't know if that's a flex or is that a subtle flex or I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. It's at this know, like, point, hey, I'm, I'm friends with the guy that went to prison for point shaving. Like what? No. Okay. <laughs> Somebody else want to take else? over? Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Everything we say up here is just getting beaten down. I, I, I listen, guys. We have been dealing with 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 ASU hatred. Yeah. For like the last year and a half, and deservedly so. Like our program, our football program has been an embarrassment for five straight years. You guys got signs on the highway that tell us, like, hey, how much you sucked at football. Like, hey, 
just let us put a little relish on our hot dog today and enjoy this moment. And who knows? We could very well turn around tomorrow and you guys could pull off the ups of the year. And guess what? It's going to be a very what it's it would be a very one way conversation. And we know this would be true. If if ASU wins, will you bleach the fro? I will. Okay, guys. <laughs> I will. I will. Listen, I, someone might. I, I might have to go find uh, Coloco. Yeah, I will. Just, I will absolutely. I will be. I will bleach it blonde just for you. Wow. <laughs> Listen, I know. I know. I've bet on U of A twice this year. The Tennessee game and the UCLA game, both Hammer. times. Hammer. Oh, hundred percent. I, I hate to inform you, Toe Tree, but ASU is not Tennessee or UCLA. <laughs> That's it, man. You ha- what I'm show just are you on? <laughs> Listen, I'm right here in the middle. Oh, I'm just being realistic. I'm how the turntables. I like your style, Sean. <laughs> oh my god. Sean is, is actually a mole for us. So yeah. He's he's our Antonio Pierce at PHNX. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. Saul Saul has fired me twice during the show, so I'm not I'm not back in the A. I'm just I'm just being realistic. Uh, Listen. I did also I did agree earlier in the year to shape to what dye my hair maroon and gold if ASU wins the Pac-12 tournament. So I, uh, I, I just, I, I'm just being, I'm all over the place. I don't know. We're going to all have some very different styles depending <laughs> on how the, depending on how the rest of the basketball season goes. Oh God. You guys got any final takes, any final thoughts on the, I'll call it a big game for tomorrow. It's, I mean, anytime it's a rivalry, mm-hmm. the rivalry game is always going to be a big game. No matter, no matter if you think your team's going to get blown out or if they're going to win, it doesn't matter. So I am just looking, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Also, uh, Mike uh, is doing a great job, um, you know, with content. He had Dave Hickey on, the athletic director, this uh, earlier this week, and many, many other guests. Sam Thomas early in the week from the women's basketball team, uh, which we should probably do a pod about that because the women's basketball game is going to be far closer than the men's, sure. uh, in my estimation. Um, so, and, and both coaches are, are likable. You know, Adia Barnes and Charlie uh, Charlie Turner Thorne. Um, I love both of them. I think they're great. So mm-hmm. um, maybe we should do a, a crossover pot for that as fun. well because Definitely. it should be fun. But um, but yeah, I'm just excited to watch the game. Back the A. That's all I got. <laughs> Listen, ASU. If ASU somehow pulls this off, I don't care if they like forfeit the rest of the season or lose <laughs> the rest of the games by like 80 points each time. I think that. They, it's a it's a win. This will all be that. blonde for you guys. I can't wait. Oh my gosh! I hope something special happens tomorrow. <laughs> I know we're all expecting a blowout, but for the sake of the ASU basketball program and this team in general, these guys, regardless of how bad they've played in some games and gotten blown out, you can see how much they care about this team. Uh, we talked about Marin calling for a travel on. USC when they were down 20 with a minute 20 to go they care so just for the sake of that I hope they keep it close because these guys deserve it even though they haven't been playing their best basketball they still are at least trying and that's all I really want to see so I'm excited for the game tomorrow regardless of what happens should be good Thank you guys so much for joining and watching our campus crossover show. You can follow the PHNX Sun Devils account and show at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow Mike and all his great content at PHNX underscore Wildcats. But for now, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you at tomorrow's postgame. Peace.